Hello, welcome to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I'm Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and today is day 166 of our journey to read the Bible together every day this year. <clears throat> if you listen yesterday, you know that yesterday we began a much debated, uh, often avoided part of scripture, Song of Songs or Song of Solomon. Today we're going to finish the book of Song of Songs. We're going to read chapters 5 through 8. We're also going to read Psalm 12. I thought I would just hit on a couple of things like I did yesterday as far as um, some aspects of the book. Let me just do a little bit of teaching if you don't mind. Um, I I wanted to, to touch on a couple of things. First of all, it seems as though this is um, not necessarily a story in the... Um, in the traditional understanding of a story, this is more of an anthology, not really a clear uh, plot to it. This is um, most likely a, a com- composed book of loose poems, kind of like Psalms. We, you know, we want to say like Psalms 1, Psalms 2. Really, it's the book of Psalms, and each one is a psalm. Okay, so um, Song of Songs is, is similar in that it is... Um, a collection of poetry. There does seem to be three characters or a three character view of, um, as you read through this, you have, um, a third character of a shepherd. You know, you have this, um, shepherd who views Solomon as somewhat of a corrupt king. Um, in, in contrast to the, to the woman's love. Anyway, you have, um, who we believe is Solomon, the second character, the lover wooing a northern girl, most likely his true love. Um, you have you have these things that are um, helping us. The thing with some of these views, though, um, is that uh, you can't always just go with those as, yep, that's it. And let me tell you the problems. This is according to one of my textbooks. Um, One of the problems with the hypothesis, the view of the three-character view, is that um, if you look at uh, the chapter 1, verses uh, 15 through the the third verse of chapter 2, the words of love are exchanged um, reciprocally. I don't even know if that's a word, but that's what just came out of my mouth. In other words, there's... There's a conversation of the woman sharing her love and the man sharing his love. And um, you have that. Um, and so you've got that aspect to consider. Um, so it's a little speculative. That's a little bit hard to grasp. The two character views issue is that um, how do you take... Song, uh, Song of Songs 1-7, literally, tell me whom I love, where you graze your flock, and where you rest your sheep at midday. Um, how do you take that, and it's kind of hard to imagine the, the, the king of Israel, King Solomon himself, spending his day tending sheep in a field, right? Um, we have a hard time um, seeing that. So um, the view that the book is a collection of love poems, that is the... Um, most clear resolution to the lack of clarity here within the plot of this quote-unquote story, um, if that's what what we're doing. Um, Anyway, what we do know is that um, there's a lot to learn. 
we learn a lot about sexuality and um, and God's view of the marriage relationship where the physical intimacy is concerned. And it's okay. It really is okay. Let's not wait any longer. Let's jump in. Let's let's read the last half of Song of Songs. Let's go. The Man, Chapter 5. I have come to my garden, my sister, my bride. I gather my myrrh with my spices. I eat my honeycomb with my honey. I drink my wine with my milk. Narrator. Eat, friends. Drink, be intoxicated with caresses. Woman. I was sleeping, but my heart was awake. A sound. My love was knocking. Man. Open to me, my sister, my darling, my dove, my perfect one. For my head is drenched with dew, my hair with droplets of the night. Woman. I have taken off my clothing. How can I put it back on? I've washed my feet. How can I get them dirty? My love thrust his hand through the opening, and my feelings were stirred for him. I rose to open for my love. My hands dripped with myrrh, my fingers with flowing myrrh on the handles of the bolt. I opened to my love, but my love had turned and gone away. My heart sank because he had left. I sought him, but he but did not find him. I called him, but he did not answer. The guards who go about the city found me. They beat me and wounded me. They took my cloak from me. The guardians of the walls, young women of Jerusalem, I charge you, if you find my love, tell him that I am lovesick. This whole thing is so interesting. Um, if you're thinking that like, like the narrator coming in in the middle of this, um, this is appears to be happening in the context of a bedroom right? Who, who's going to have that view? So one speculation is that the narrator is God himself. Um, and that, uh, that he's speaking to the goodness of the the marriage relationship, the intimacy of a marriage. Also, um, sometimes here's a, here's a theory. This is according to Dr. Tony Evans commentary. Uh, I'm going to say this is a theory. I've not done the research like he has done. Okay. But I don't know. How, don't know exactly where I stand. So I, I guess I just am, am prefacing this. Here's his commentary. This passage is a reminder that sometimes the passion, passions of husbands and wives aren't in sync. We do well then to remember Paul's words, 1 Corinthians 13, right? That love is patient. Love is kind. Um, we're not always simpatico, so to speak. Um, so Sometimes timing's off. Okay, there we go. Let me move on. The young women. What makes the one you love better than another, most beautiful of women? What makes him better than another that you would give us this charge? Woman, my love is fit and strong, notable among 10,000. His head is purest gold. His hair is wavy and black as a raven. His eyes are like doves beside flowing streams, washed in milk and set like jewels. His cheeks are like beds of spice, mounds of perfume. His lips are lilies dripping with flowing myrrh. His arms are rods of gold set with beryl. His body is an ivory panel covered with lapis lazuli. His legs are an are alabaster pillar set on pedestals of pure gold. His presence is like Lebanon, as majestic as the cedars. His mouth is sweetness. He is absolutely desirable. This is my love and this is my friend young women of jerusalem the young women 
Where has your love gone, most beautiful of women? Which way has he turned? We will seek him with you. My love has gone down, woman. My love has gone down to his garden, to beds of spice, to feed in the gardens and gather lilies. I am my loves and my love is mine. He feeds among the lilies. Man, you are as beautiful as Terza, my darling, lovely as Jerusalem, awe-inspiring as an army with banners. Turn your eyes away from me, for they captivate me. Your hair is like a flock of goats streaming down from Gilead. Your teeth are like a flock of ewes coming up from washing, each one having a twin and not one missing behind your veil. Your brow is like a slice of pomegranate. There are 60 queens and 80 concubines and young women without number. But my dove, my virtuous one, is unique. She's the favorite of her mother, perfect to the one who gave her birth. Women see her and declare her fortunate. Queens and concubines also, and they sing her praises. Who is this who shines like the dawn, as beautiful as the moon, bright as the sun, awe-inspiring as an army with banners? Woman, I came down to the walnut grove to see the blossoms of the valley, to see if the vines were budding and the pomegranates blooming. I didn't know what was happening to me. I felt like I was in a chariot with a nobleman. Young women, come back, come back, Shulamite. Come back, come back, that we may look at you. Man, how you gaze at the Shulamite as you look at the dance of the two camps. How beautiful are your sandaled feet, princess. The curves of your thighs are like jewelry, the handiwork of a master. Your navel is a rounded bowl. It never lacks mixed wine. Your belly is a mound of wheat surrounded by lilies. Your breasts are like two fawns, twins of a gazelle. Your neck is like a tower of ivory. Your eyes like pools of Heshbon by, ba by Beth Rabim's gate. Your nose is like the Tower of Lebanon, looking toward Damascus. Your head crowns you like Mount Carmel. Your hair, uh, the hair of your head like purple cloth. The king could be held captive in your tresses. How beautiful you are and how pleasant. My love with such delights. Your stature is like a palm tree. Your breasts are like clusters of fruit. I said, I will climb the palm tree and take hold of its fruit. May your breasts be like clusters of grapes and the fragrance of your breath like apricots. Your mouth is like fine wine. Woman, flowing smoothly for my love, gliding past my lips and teeth. I am my love's and his desire is for me. Come, my love, let's go to the field. Let's spend the night among the henna blossoms. Let's go early to the vineyards. Let's see if the vine has budded, if the blossom has opened, if the pomegranates are in bloom. There I will give you my caresses. The mandrakes give off a fragrance, and at our doors is every delicacy, both new and old. I've treasured them up for you, my love. If only I could treat you like my brother, one who nursed at my mother's breast, I would find you in public and kiss you, and no one would scorn me. I would lead you. I would take you to the house of my mother who taught me. I would give you spiced wine to drink from the juice of my pomegranate. May his left hand be under my head and his right arm embrace me. Young women of Jerusalem, I charge you, do not stir up or awake in love until the appropriate time. Young women, who is this coming up from the wilderness, leaning on the one she loves? I love this verse because to me, <laughs> to me, this is the way the church leans on God. The, the wilderness is rough and it is hard and we lean on the one we love. I, I love that verse. Woman, I awakened, I awakened you under the apricot tree. There your mother conceived you. There she conceived and gave you birth. Set me as a seal on your heart 
as a seal on your arm. Here's another one. Man, this is so, this is the fierceness, the ridiculousness, the um, extravagant love. Ready? Set me as a seal on your heart, as a seal on your arm. For love is as strong as death, jealousy as unrelenting as Sheol. Love's flames are fiery flames and almighty flame. A huge torrent cannot extinguish love. Rivers cannot sweep it away. If a man were to give all his wealth for love, it would be utterly scorned. Brothers are speaking now. Our sister is young. She has no breast. What will we do for our sister on the day she is spoken for? If she is a wall, we will build a silver barricade on her. If she is a door, we will enclose her with cedar planks. Woman, I am a wall and my breasts like towers. So in his eyes, I have become like one who finds peace. Solomon owned a vineyard in Belhaman. He leased the vineyard to tenants. Each was to bring for, each was to bring for his fruit 1,000 pieces of silver. I have my own vineyard. The 1,000s, the 1,000 are for you, Solomon, but 200 for those who take care of its fruits. Man, you who dwell in the gardens, companions are listening for your voice. Let me hear you. Woman, run away with me, my love, and be like a gazelle or a young stag on the mountains of spices. That is the book of Song of Songs or Song of Solomon. And now Psalm 12. Help, Lord, for no faithful one remains. The loyal have disappeared from the human race. They lie to one another. They speak with flattering lips and deceptive hearts. May the Lord cut off all flattering lips and the tongue that speaks boastfully. They say, through our tongues we have power. Our lips are our own. Who can be our master? Because of the devastation of the needy and the groaning of the poor, I will now rise up, says the Lord. I will provide safety for the one who longs for it. The words of the Lord are pure words, like silver refined in an earthen furnace, purified seven times. You, Lord, will guard us. You will protect us from this generation forever. The wicked prowl all around, and what is worthless is exalted by the human race. That's it, friends. Come back tomorrow for day 167. And we begin another book of the Bible. We're going to look at Jeremiah. Be sure you check the show notes. I'm going to put some links. Today, I'm going to put the link to a teaching video from the Bible Project on um, Song of Songs. Um, I've already shared with you several perspectives on authorship and some of the debate. Get ready for a little bit more. Um, I'm also going to link to the Bible where I've been reading some commentary from, from Dr. Tony Evans, so that if you're interested in learning a little bit more about him or his commentary. I love this Bible. I got it two years ago. Um, this Bible and my um, fire Bible are the two Bibles I use 90% of the time for my Bible study and my sermon prep. So um, I'm going to link the Tony Evans um, study Bible in the show notes as well. And um, so make sure you check there. I'll see you next time.